Welcome to David Clark's We Are Superman podcast, episode number 285. I am your host, Bill Stahl, and this is The Power Play. Happy New Year, everyone. I hope you folks had just great holidays. Uh, got to spend time with family and friends and just to enjoy some relaxation. As we get back into the grind here, starting with the year 2024. Before I dive too far into this episode, I wanted to remind you of the Be Positive Runners that Mickey McConaughey and I talked about in the last episode. It is a group of runners who are going to be espousing positive principles and basically becoming part of a group uh, where we want to get 10 people in this group by the end of January who want to be coached by Mickey and myself. Mickey is a UESCA certified uh, long distance coach, ultra marathon coach. Uh, Of course, I've got experience both as a coach, as an athlete. Mickey, by the way, is a fantastic ultra marathoner. Um, Just this past year, she completed the Leadville 100 and Run Rabbit Run 200 milers, three weeks apart from each other. Thought it was pretty crazy at the time, but uh, she's she's a tough one, and um, she, uh, ha- like I said, has got a lot of experience. She's got coaching certification. So Mickey and I will lead this group, the Be Positive Runners, and we'll have um, customized training plans for each runner in the group. We'll have biweekly, or I guess that's semi-weekly uh, calls to build a community. We, we want to be able to uh, create a community of runners who really want to encourage and support each other and um, work work towards greater goals this coming year. So drop me a line if you're interested. And uh, you can do that at silly underscore Billy at msn.com or on Facebook or Instagram messengers and be part of the initial class of the Be Positive Runners. I'd also like to mention that I've loaded up a lot of 2023 episodes that I recorded by Zoom onto the We Are Superman podcast YouTube channel. Um, I was really negligent about that because I'm really kind of incompetent when it comes to technology. Wasn't quite sure what I was doing with YouTube, but I think I've got it down. Uh, I've loaded a bunch of the episodes from 2023 on that YouTube channel, and I'm going to be loading more here in the next few days as well. So uh, again, check out the uh, and subscribe to the We Are Superman podcast channel if you prefer to quote listen to podcasts that way. Um, just easily search for it by looking uh, by typing in We Are Superman podcast. And one more thing I would like to mention is registration is now open for the American Heroes Run in September of 2024. I know a lot of people start planning out their years uh, right here at the new year. So if you go to ultrasignup.com, you can get involved, uh, compete in the race that David Clark started. It it will be 15 years ago now, or this will be the 15th edition. This will be my fifth year hosting it. There is a 5K, a half marathon, a marathon. There is a 9.11 mile race. There's a 9 hour and 11 minute race, as well as 24 hour and 100 mile races. And it all goes to support vet- veterans and service people and first responders and the uh, lives lost on 9-11, as well as the founder, of course, uh, the great David Clark. And we do support Warriors Ascent, which is a program that provides uh, holistic programs for veterans and first responders who are dealing with post-traumatic stress. 
So um, it, it's really just an amazing event that David created, and I'm so honored to be able to continue. So if you go to Ultra Sign Up, uh, please go ahead and get ready to do the American Heroes Run September 6th and 7th of 2024 in Longmont, Colorado. And there is a virtual option available if you'd like to do this sometime in September on your own. With the new year, we all know what that means. Uh, people are all jumping into resolutions, self-improvement. And, um, you know, it was pretty obvious to me, even uh, at the gym, uh, I belong to Lifetime Fitness. And even a week or two before New Year's, it was getting very much more crowded there. And um, I, I was at the gym earlier today and uh, I, I pulled in mid-morning and I couldn't believe how many cars were in the parking lot. It wasn't too bad inside. But um, got got my workout in there. And, um, you know, there was a time when I used to really, it used to drive me nuts, uh, what I call the resolutionists in there. I've, I've belonged to Lifetime Fitness now for 11 years. Of course, Lifetime now owns the Leadville Race Series, but uh, I've been a member there even before that. And it seemed like oh, for the four to six weeks after New Year's, you know what it's like. The gym was just filled with all these people you'd never seen before. Uh, I used to joke that maybe there should just be a separate section for those people. The uh, resolutionists should go to a separate area because all these new people would um, do a set and then sit on the machine or play on their phones or, you know, just um, basically clog up the whole place. Uh, I, I think my attitude has changed over the years, though. Now, um, I, to me, it's kind of exciting to see so many people out there taking some control of their uh, destinies and uh, wanting to do some self-improvement starting in the gym. So it, it is great. And you know, I've noticed over recent years that four to six weeks has now grown to maybe two to three months where you see all the resolutionists in there before they start to fade away. So um, you know, I hope more people get into exercising and, and, and keep their commitments and, you know, maybe uh, stick it out for even longer and find out all the great benefits to, to working out and working on those New Year's resolutions. I was inspired to record this episode because of a podcast episode I recently listened to with Jason Coop. Um, if you haven't had a chance to listen to his Coopcast, it's fantastic. He will give you more practical, common sense advice about trail running, about ultramarathoning than, than anybody else I know. Um, no BS at, at all out there with Jason. So, uh, But what he talked about uh, with his guest was about kind of retrenching if you've had a bad year. And uh, I wanted to take that maybe another step. Uh, that's certainly where I am right now. Um, 2023, as many of you know, was pretty much a wipeout of a year for me running-wise. I had bunion surgery. Uh, that uh, Bunion started back in the early part of the year, and um, it actually broke through the skin. It was really disgusting and um, ended up having to wait for more than four months to have surgery while the skin had to heal, needed a skin graft, the whole works. Uh, it, it was really bad. So... Um, Finally had that surgery on August 1st, and uh, quite frankly, it's still not feeling very good. Uh, you know, um, it, it's kind of a, a rough deal when, you know, I've had surgeries where, uh, as many of you are aware, that I've come back from in just record time. I've ruptured my Achilles and been running again 11 weeks later. I've, uh, when, when I finished the Leadville 100, uh, very uh, famously now, as the last ass in 2015, I'd had ruptured my quad tendon in my left knee in 2014 and uh, very late October, had surgery early November, 
And I was told I wasn't even going to run again until May. And I was running again in January and completed the Leadville 100, albeit the last finisher, but I was able to finish it in under 30 hours. Um, but in each of those situations, all, all the other surgeries, I've been able to go to the gym and work at it. And what's been frustrating with this bunion is there's not much you can do for it. It's, um, and it's one of these things where the surgeon told me back in August, he said, oh, yeah, you're going to get the stitches out in two weeks and you'll be good to go. Well, I'm finding out now that's not nearly true. And uh, in fact, my foot doctors told me recently that it could actually take up to a year to uh, recover from something like this. Um, he's reworking my orthotic right now. So I'm trying to keep my running to kind of every other day, maybe no more than two days in a row. And the other days I'm, I'm hammering it in the gym. I'm doing all sorts of different cardio. Um, I'm, I'm not one who enjoys that process a whole lot, as I was going to mention here. Um, but I've got a couple major things coming up this year. One is the Leadville 100 again in August. And then um, I'm also going to be taking a trip in late February, early March, down to the Atacama Desert in Chile. And we're going to be doing a lot of uh, elevation work at uh, up to 16,000, 17,000 feet. So it should be a really uh, very cool trip. And um, I'm trying to get myself in shape for this. And, you know, a lot of people, uh, you know, the, the, a lot of people, you know, run high altitude races such as Leadville coming from flatland areas. And what a lot of uh, both anecdotal experiences and, and research has shown is that even if you don't live at high altitude, you can prepare for high altitude very well, the best shape you can get in. Well, I'm having trouble getting in great shape right now because of my inability to run very well right now. And so I'm hammering it in the gym and I'll do all sorts of different cardio machines. I, I get bored very quickly in anything but a treadmill. So, um, you know, spend some time in the pool. I've been swimming. I've been pool running. Uh, you know, those things, of course, are just boring, boring, boring. Um, I, I've been on the stair climber a lot. I, uh, you know, even today at the gym, I cranked up that treadmill up to 15% grade the highest it goes and i just walk really briskly up there i every now and then i'll turn around and go backwards to work my quads uh, certainly when you're doing it the uh, normal forward direction you're going to be working your glutes and your hamstrings and um you know just hammered that and um i always said uh, one thing david clark always talked about when you're on something like that is at the end just crank up the speed and go as hard as you can for the last minute of that so i i do that as well which uh, is definitely a lung buster but um you know, I'll get on the elliptical, the spin bike, the um, uh, just, you know, just all these really gruesome cardio machines in the gym, just trying to get myself in the best shape I can and when I can't run so much. So, um, you know, the, the, I think there are two ways you can approach this whole idea that I'm retrenching 2023. And, um, you know, a lot of people are just starting from you know, maybe, you know, if you might say couch to marathon or something, 2024, it's fantastic that people are looking at goals, getting moving and doing things. But when your previous year has been basically a crap show as mine was, um, I'm still trying to, I, I'm not just like jumping up and saying, Hey, today I'm going to start, you know, training for a marathon, training for a hundred mile or whatever. I can't really do that that well. And I'm coming off of, uh, like I say, a pretty worthless year. 
in which I didn't run a race between the uh, story six-hour run in Colorado Springs back in February, all the way till I did the Pickle Run, a 5K in Savannah, Georgia, actually in Tybee Island, Georgia, over Thanksgiving weekend. So, um, so, so basically, um, as I said, I'm working towards two major goals. One is in Chile, and the other one is Leadville. And, um, you know, again, there, I think there are two ways to look at it. One is um, there's a process going on, obviously. I am sitting here um, doing all these gruesome cardio workouts, and I spend a lot of time lifting as well. I do a lot of core work, getting myself in the best shape possible. And you can sit here and say, well, you know, appreciate the process. And um, I think there's a lot of value to that. But to me, when the process involves going out and running, and I'm having a great time all the time running trails, running with friends, you know, that was one of the things I definitely lost out on a lot in the last year was even the social aspect of running with a lot of folks, a lot of groups that I like to run with. Um, at least, you know, you can cherish the process. And if for some reason the race doesn't go well, at least, hey, you had the process. And um, definitely, you know, if I were out there running as part of this process, I would be very much like, hey, this is fantastic. And, you know, I think that's a a great way to look at it. Um, The way I'm looking at it, however, is a little bit different. It's really very goal-oriented. Um, cause I don't enjoy this process, you know, deep down. I mean, I enjoy the feeling of having worked out. I mean, as opposed to sitting on my butt and uh, putting my, this foot up and hoping it just heals, um, or doing a bunch of really boring little foot exercises, which I've been told to do, which don't seem to be making any difference. Uh, I do a lot of calf stretching, which I've told will make a difference and, you know, doing a lot of that, but again, that's not very interesting. So, um, you know, I just look at it all with here is the goal and, you know, somewhere in about seven and a half months, I'm going to run Leadville and a couple months I'm going to be in Chile. And I'm just kind of putting my head down and doing all this work just so I can hit that goal. And, um, you know, again, it's, it's not the most enjoyable process. Um, and it's a little bit frustrating, you know, when I've had the other major surgeries, you could always kind of point to this is the finish line. Um, you know, uh, even though the finish line I was told after rupturing my Achilles was going to be nine to 12 months, uh, and I did shorten it to 11 weeks, that was because I worked at it. And it was cool to be able to, every day I worked at it, I was moving up that finish line, basically. And, you know, I always knew that when I got there, I was going to be basically running with no pain and and starting to really uh, accomplish things. Um, you know, the problem with this kind of thing is, you know, I'm not really sure when it ends. You know, as I said, the doc told me, the surgeon told me two weeks after surgery, I was going to be good to go. And now I've got a foot doctor telling me it could be a year. So, um, and there's nothing I can really do to change that timeline, which is much more frustrating than rupturing an Achilles or rupturing a quad tendon. So, um, I, I'm just kind of, uh, embracing the suck as the expression goes, but I am going at the gym workouts, the other cardio workouts with a lot of zeal, just uh, trying to be dedicated. And, you know, I know there are a lot of people who would post this on their Instagram feeds, you know, like, hey, here I am on this bike. Here I am. I'm not going to bore you with all that kind of stuff so much. Um, I, I am doing it. I'm out there. And uh, that, that's kind of the attitude. So as I said, you know, there, there are kind of two ways to approach this whole thing. And, um, you know, really being able to dive into a process and relish it's one thing. I'm diving into a process and, um, 
it would be really easy to, to just, you know, wake up and just say, you know what, I'm not going to go to the gym because this really sucks. And um, instead, I've just got to say, you know what, this is, you know, kind of like a job. It's my, my other job. I'm just going to go in and dig in and just get this, get in the best shape I possibly can be. So when I get to 16,000 feet, I'm not just totally sucking out there and it may hurt my foot. And, you know, I think uh, when I'm there, I may be popping uh, quite a few uh, leaves. Um, you know, you're not supposed to do that at high altitude when you're running a race. I hope that's going to be okay when uh, really just kind of uh, you know pushing myself up mountains there. But um, at the same time, I'm going to do just everything I can to just get through that whole process there. Um, you know, looking at the goal is great. And, you know, for all you folks with resolutions, I know a lot of it, some of your resolutions may be, hey, I want to get in better shape. But in a lot of cases, your resolution is to run that marathon, run that ultra marathon. And, you know, fantastic. And, you know, enjoy that process. Uh, there is absolutely a lot of joy to take into the progress that you make. You know, if you're starting on the couch and working your way up to a marathon, you're going to see those incremental improvements. Trust me, it, it cannot not happen. Um, you know, it, it could be very, very modest to start. You know, David Clark, when he started at 320 pounds and deciding he was going to run, that run was 15 seconds. But then the next run was 30 seconds. Next run was 45 seconds, 60 seconds. And then before you know it, that light bulb went on over his head where he said, wow, this is really kicking in. This is really working. And it will always help for, it will kick in for you. You may not be starting 320 pounds. You may not be starting with a 15 second run. But even if your run is a quarter mile on, a quarter mile off, quarter mile on, quarter mile off, or maybe your run is one mile, whatever it is, by a couple of weeks, you're suddenly going to be adding on to that. And in a couple of months, you're going to be adding a lot more onto that. So, you know, stick to that process. Keep that goal in mind. Um, I'm not going to go into here a whole bunch of things to do to, you know, keep your eye on that goal. <laughs> there are gazillions of articles and podcasts and videos you can watch covering all those kind of uh, areas there. Um, you don't need me to motivate you. You know, you have your own motivation. And you know, it's kind of like what uh, Ken Klober always said up at Leadville. He, he always said, you know, you know, basically BS to all the motivation. Uh, you, you can watch all the videos and stuff you want, but the motivation comes from within you. If you want to dig down, you can certainly do it. And so that's what I'm going to do. Um, I'm going to just dig down every uh, time I go to the gym, uh, you know, whether I'm doing a cardio workout, whether I'm lifting, whether, uh, whether in the pool, which just sucks. I mean, you can't even wear your headphones when you're in the pool, which, you know, kind of stinks. So, um, you know, just going to keep working towards those goals. Uh, I'll definitely keep you apprised and, uh, please let me know. Um, you know, if you are one of those resolutionists or you have specific goals in 2024, I'd love to hear about them and love to encourage you, love to help you any way that I can. Um, you know, go ahead and um, drop me a line again if you'd like to join the Be Positive Runners. I'm going to have a positive attitude like hell to going to uh, get all this done and try to accomplish something this year. But, you know, if you uh, would like some positive encouragement, if you'd like some training help, please uh, drop me a line. Mickey and I would love to help you achieve your goals in the Be Positive Runners. So uh, thank you for listening to this Power Play. And um, 
thank you as always for listening to the We Are Superman podcast. If you heard, as you heard last time, um, I'm just so, totally floored by the areas of the world that people are listening to this podcast, whether it's in the US, UK, Australia, Germany, uh, or 62 countries out there, wherever you're listening from. Thank you so much for listening. And uh, make sure you subscribe. That's the way you can hear about all new episodes. Uh, you can load them onto your phone. And if you enjoy the podcast, please, uh, the best thing you can do is share it with your friends or on social media. And do me a favor, take 60 seconds and give us a five-star rating on whatever platform on which you listen to us. And I'd also be humbly honored if you would write a review as well. And these ratings, reviews really do help us make more episodes and rise higher in the services search algorithms, algorithms helping more people find our show. Until next time. Always be positive. <laughs>